Woodley on the beat. Welcome back to another episode of the Million Dollar Convos podcast. On this episode, we have a personal friend of mine, another personal friend of mine, you know, family, you understand, coming from the same, same place. Now, I say we escape, but we escape, but, <laughs> you know, this man is and has been very influential to many, let me say, Gen Z's, millennials in the space, in you know, social media. He has been very influential in his own family business, um, Sophie Sam. Now, today's guest is none other than Adrian Lawrence Samuda. Mr. Samuda, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mr. Bailey. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It's a great. That's great. That's great. Now, so let's get straight into it. Now, let's remove Sophie Sam from the equation. You understand? Let's get to know the man. Who is Adrian Lawrence Samuda? Who can you tell us who he is? All right, well, Adrian Lawrence Samuda is by professional marketer. I am also an event host, and ultimately, I'm a brand. Ultimately, you're a brand. I'm a brand. Yes. Hey, this man, I feel. Listen up, people. This man says he's a brand, okay? So, let's, let's, let's really get into the Sophie Sam business. Now, you might not have been an operator of the business in 2005. When the business, you know, originally started, and you told me that, you know, pre-interview that started for, you know, before that, before that but yeah. you know, on the market, two thousand and five is the official date it started, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the, the space. Right. So, why don't you give us the earliest memory or the earliest moment in which you realized that, you know, this brand or this business just might be the foundation in perpetuity of your, you know, entrepreneurial vision. You know, can you give us that, that memory that you really hold on to and say, you know, say, this is going to be something big. This is something that I know that I can build upon and then do more in the future. All right. Um, I always did my best to ensure that I am properly groomed. Um, my hygiene and everything is good. However, I always ensure that I smell good. Well, my father always ensured that I smell good. Um, as early as prep school, I realized, you know, persons always complimenting me. Even when I got to high school, the girls always used to say, oh, you smell nice. And <laughs> it is one. <laughs> and, um, what I had realized after a while, you know, because I wanted to reenact my father's story in a sense. So my father studied marketing at college. So, right. so that is the part that, that, is, that is what influenced me you to study to, marketing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's the first thing. My father started financing himself at about 19 years of age. Mm-hmm. Or probably before that. After fifth form, he has been on not say on his own, but he has taken his life into his He's, hands. Right, 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 right. So for me, I felt as if you know what, he did it, I'm going to do the same thing. So for a couple for a couple of years I was, you know, kind of struggling, mm-hmm. trying to find my footing in the world, you know. Because I wanted to do what my dad did, start my own thing, of course. be my own person. Yeah. And you know, just chart my life. You want to have that self-reliance. Yeah. Right? Okay. And then I started reading a few books. I started watching, you know, interviews with entrepreneurs and stuff. And what I came to realize is that how wealth is built is continuity. And a lot of the, the prevalent families in Jamaica mm-hmm. or in the world 
the businesses are passed on. And even in some races like the Chinese and the Indians, this is what they do. Right. The Caucasians, this is what they do. Right. They start businesses, pass it on to their children, and their children pass it on to their children. So for me, I was like, you know what? If I am on this hunt for wealth, why not start here? I already have a start. Why am I trying to recreate the wheel? Of course. So I remember 2018, I decided, you know what? I was going to start trying you know, to test the market on campus. Mm. And you know, you have a few persons who are like, you know, oh, you never told me that this is what you were doing and this is the thing you did. Even my floor mates are like, like, we've been living together for almost two years or three years already and this is the first you've ever said anything to me about, you know, this kind of business that your parents do. Right, right. And I was like, you know, but a part of me was very shy at high school where this is concerned because when you're in a school where it is basically inner city and most of the persons are from that kind of background. Right. Having a business or your parents doing what is normal, people deem you as rich and I never wanted to seem as if I was better than Of course, of course. So I would say every year since I've left high school, I've tried to engage in the business. But I fully got into the business in 2019. All right, so let's talk about that transition then, because you know, many people are seeing you now as a face mm-hmm. of Sophie Sam, mm-hmm. right? Now, you spoke about your journey from 2018 2019. You said you really took it upon yourself in 2019 to really mm-hmm. steadfast and go into this business, go into what your family had created, you know, use it as the building blocks for further creation you know abundance right Mm -hmm. so explain this transition to us from you know not being i'm not going to say enthused but not being as an operative as you are now in the business to where you are now give us that journey to where you are now as relates to you being the face of sober sam well ever since i've known myself i've been a spokesperson for many things and a salesman um Always trying to sell something, always trying to keep myself afloat, always trying to flip my lunch money. Right. Even though I was probably getting a lot more than everybody else, but that doesn't matter. I'm always trying to put myself ahead so that I don't have to ask for anything. Of course. Right. Um, so when I got to living on campus, I started selling you know, stickers and Small stuff like small stuff like that. Um, right, so that entrepreneurial gene was yeah. already imbued within you. Yeah, this right? is something that I was born to do. I remember even taking extra lesson classes in, <laughs> in grade six, and there was this man trying to because we were kids, you know, right. trying to use his head on us. And I told him, sir, my parents are business people, and my big toe knows a lot more about business than you think in the sixth grade in the sixth grade <laughs> because he was trying to trick us and i'm not a fool right i was born into this i know i i may not have known much right but but I you know, knew i right. know a bi- i had a basic idea of, of what business should look like okay right all right started selling stickers you know like <laughs> buy a pack of 100 i sell 100 stickers at 100 dollars so you know so that's probably not a lot of money to most so, to most mm-hmm. but just to carry me through it of course know? right so i don't have to probably touch my next week's lunch money right. touch my lunch money for the month or right. whatever so i make probably ten thousand dollars 
depending if person take the stickers and don't buy the stickers and don't take the money buy the stickers and don't take the stickers well then you know what I mean double yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that has happened a lot so yeah, sometimes yeah, right. you know right and then I, when I got I moved off to another tower I started selling like ice cream I, but just generally I'm always selling I'm always marketing something of course, for selling or selling was in your was in your your, yeah, your so name this right? was something that was imprinted with of course of course so. now I've seen your face on mm-hmm. most of the sophie um articles you know publishings you know that must have you feeling or even your parents they must have a, a proud feeling when they say you know them they want then son <laughs> son you know article with, with a business name up I mean that must be quite the accomplishment now can you tell us as it relates to the impact of your parents how has the impact of your parents been like on your life even from the personal and business um, um, standpoint can you just integrate the two answers and just give us like a just a basis a general basis answer. My father always says to me, you know, I'm very fortunate because he wish he wishes mm-hmm. that he had parents that supported him in the way he Jesus. wanted he, he wanted to be. And he ensured he's my both my parents, these right. are their sentiments. Right. So they ensure that what they didn't get is what my brother and I are getting, you know. Right. So I was an athlete in high school. Like that was my biggest dream when I was in grade six. I was the first ever person at my prep school to get a medal at the prep school championships. Yeah, yeah. Probably still. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So for for a while that was my dream. Yeah. So I wanted to become an athlete, and, you know, a business a businessman. But you know that was already in my DNA. So I wanted mm-hmm. to do something else. Yeah. So my parents were always supportive of me emotionally, financially. In any facet of life you can think of. So, for me, I've always been pretty grounded where that is concerned. You know, naturally we're humans, we lose our way sometimes. Of course. Of course. It's a part of the building process. Right? That you know what, I'm level-headed and right. I have enough support to get anything that I want or reach anywhere that I need to get. Of course. Anywhere that I need to reach, yeah. Right, so <clears throat> let's venture back to Sophie Sam now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Colognes and perfumes, right? Yeah. I can't tell you like this question already, you know. But <laughs> colognes and perfumes aren't something seen by many, especially from an economist standpoint, as yeah. necessary or needed, right? Mm-hmm. But somehow, some way, Sophie Sam is clearing their shelves every week. You understand? Sophie Sam is bringing people back. Now, what is that pulling factor? What is that factor that keeps people coming back every time wanting the Sophie Sam? Not even just the products, but the yearn for the brand. What keeps them coming back? All right. I like how you put it and you said the yearn for the brand. Right. A lot of us, we think what we're selling is what is most important. It's not. Right. Because anybody, there are a lot of persons in this kind of business right now. Of course. But what I've come to realize is that a lot of persons, they will pay any amount of money for an experience. Yes. Intangible. Agreed. Agreed. So, for me, I'm selling something that money can't buy. Right. So, an experience 
for those who have visited the store, they will understand what I'm saying. And um, the customer service is another experience <laughs> because you know how it is here. Yeah, in yeah, yeah, right, right. And a lot of us don't grow up with that kind of confidence. Of course. And fragrance, for me, just like people, have personalities. Of course. And if you can offer someone a second personality without them having to reinvent themselves, I'm offering you something priceless. With a scent. With a scent. Yes. With, in which you would consider I mean, that that's minuscule. I've seen the, the, the scents and the colognes and perfumes that you sell. They're you know, the top end, top notch. Top design. You understand? Mm-hmm. You know, Dulce and Gabbana, you know, um, you see Miyaki, you know, mm-hmm. all of these, all of these. So you're like, it's almost like you're selling wealth. Almost like you're, you're selling that, that, that piece that, that piece of, uh, of everyone's characteristic that they want to yeah, unlock. So what, whatever you are lacking per se, right. it's there in the store waiting on you. <laughs> so if you per se are lacking confidence, yes. I can sell that to you. You can sell that If to you me. want to feel extra rich, right. I can sell that to you. Right. I have a second personality in the store waiting on my shelves right. just, for, just you. for you or a personality enhancement right. just for you and most people don't view selling like this yes. you understand they, they don't usually they're selling techniques and tactics are bland you understand and, and you know to see a young man such as yourself execute on this level you know in every newspaper every, <laughs> all the social media pages you know you, you, you have this unique characteristic about you that even I think Sophie Sam is proud of, you understand, that is executed at a level that most salespeople do not, right? And, <clears throat> you know, most experienced salesmen, saleswomen would say, you know, yes, this technique has been working for a while, but things and times are changing, right? The same things that appeal back then aren't the same things that will appeal now, right? And with the younger generation being the generation that is coming up coming up gradually becoming more integral in the economy mm-hmm. you understand things like these techniques like these are important for sales you understand now it leads me to my next question mm-hmm. that next question is you know the brick and mortar um business uh, model mm-hmm. right i'm sure sophie sam that's where sophie sam started right that's where most businesses started back in the days you know brick and mortar store to store people coming in you know you have that personal personal customer service now i don't like speaking about covid19 but it's really unavoidable it's here right and there's it, nothing we can do and there's nothing right. there's nothing we can do about it right now until a vaccine comes around now businesses have been either trying to improve or innovate or stick to their old always and loops Right? That's, that's it. It's, it's do or it's binary. Right? It's either you innovate or not. You now, Sophie Sam, how is Sophie Sam going about staying in line with this curve or even staying ahead of this curve as it relates to integrating new strategies to bring in customers, even with the restrictions currently on the economy? Well, for any business right now, what I will tell you, the internet is going to be your best friend. Um, a lot of businesses right now have shut down because they have failed to adapt and innately as humans that is what we were born to do survive and through this survival we have to adapt to 
it's natural selection yeah. really if you don't improve then you yeah. get eaten if you don't improve you get left behind right. that is just the thing i ensure that you know i pay attention to my customers i speak to my customers i i don't just say you know what this is the new thing mm -hmm. this is what you need to buy of course i technically sophie sam is not even a gift shop it's not even uh corona briefing business yeah it's a matchmaking business right just like where you have these dating websites and whatever so for something me, like something like ray crack there yeah you know? <laughs> so for me, putting all of this into perspective right i think you know staying ahead is just being on the internet right now re remaining relevant, relevant. Right. at all costs supporting <coughs> attention at all costs not, of course so not just you know the regular you know all right i have this fragrance available for sale this that the other i try to engage my customers as much as possible with that. because without without them mm. this brand is not possible so so what about the customer service aspect of it you know it's going to be hampered because of restrictions currently you know persons can come in and usually get, not many persons will come in and get that experience that you know you're so famous for yes now how are you <clears throat> how are you really trying to offer that customer service mm -hmm. that Sophie Sam is known for but at the same time adhering to the current economic climate all right the physical aspect of it we don't allow as many persons in the store as we previous times mm. however we try to recreate recreate this experience online right. so we ensure that we answer our messages we answer our clientele you know we vibe with our clients time to time we post things that are relatable you know cartoons or whatever mm. well that you know i see you my actually, demographic. I, i've seen your your your, your instagram page is very impressive Yes. You understand the way you, you, you animate, the way you market the products is really creative and customers I see are really yearning for pages with, with this kind of dynamic feel to it. Yeah. You understand? Because at one point what I was trying to do, I was doing like a center of the day, every day. Right. And kind of to give the persons an idea of what actually makes this fragrance unique unique like the notes and all of those stuff what time of day is perfect for how i found it and stuff like that so to kind of be better able right. to sell these fragrances because i can't tell you that you know what salvatore ferragamo homo is um a great fragrance if i've never worn it of course right, right. so for me it's like a man with no money telling you to go and save exactly and if you are in a business, you have to embody this business. You have to become this business. Mm. So, I try my utmost best to recreate the online space to offer this in-store feel, this at-home feel, right. this family feel. Because right. nothing sells more than family. Of course. Because as we are born, it is something that you know is instilled in us. Of course. So even is. if we did not have it, we were socialized probably at school right. or socialized within the community that this family is everything mm -hmm. even in the movies and the cartoons and the stuff that we watch on tv right. is an indoctrination that you know what family is important right. and as long as you allow persons to kind of feel that family thing you know they can come and talk to you they feel as if they can talk to you about anything that right. is very important right. and having that 
that interconnected feeling, you know? Interconnected feeling right. with your clientele. Right, right. Very important. Right, so, you know, we've been speaking about the good a lot. So mm-hmm. let's, let's venture into the bad because we want some transparency here, right? Now, businessmen, especially successful CEOs or, you know, business owners, some of them tend to have a very high ego, right? And humility isn't a trait that many of them it's not common at all. It's not. It's really not common, right? Now, there's a reason why it's not common. There's a reason for the ego, of course, because of the, the success they've had, you know, whether financially or personally. Now, can you give us a moment on your journey, you know, to where you are currently? Because this is a continuous journey. It's a journey in perpetuity in which you will lead to, you know, abundance and wealth. Now, can you give us a journey or an instant currently? that really taught you humility, that you, you had to sit down and you said, you know what, all right, life, I'm, I'm seeing what you're saying. I need to remain humble. I will do this, right? All right. Um, I'm hoping that a lot of us can tell that from my speech that I'm a people person. Right. Um, I've... Many times before this, you know, gotten to a point in my life that, you know, what I felt as if, you know, what I'm on top of the world and, you know, nobody can stop me. Right, right, right. I mean, belief is important. Yes. And sometimes, you know, you lose sight of actually what is important. Right. The persons that are actually there when you were on your face, you know, and stuff like that. Um, there was an instance when I was in 2017, right? I think in March, my grandfather came to see me on the Saturday. And you know, at that point, I haven't been home for a while, and I feel I'm like on top of the world because, you know, I'm getting all this love from the heart that I'm on, right. and you know, I'm <coughs> revered. Of course. And for probably if people don't even like me, they're stroking my ego. Right. Just because they don't want to step on my toes, in, you know, and probably be against me or have me against them. Of course. And I remember Friday, Thursday, I lost my phone. And this for me showed me a lot because I lost my phone. Therefore, a lot of persons that probably would have reached out to me prior to this, I'm not hearing from these people. Of course. Um, Saturday, my mother calls my cousin to let my cousin know that my grandfather has had a second stroke and he is in the hospital. being hospitalized, he's right. admitted. Right. Um, during that time, I took some time to myself, you know. I was like, there, but I'm not there. And right, right. I kind of realized, you know. I even spoke to my cousin, and I said to him, like, we're just, just chatting. Because he was the only person that I practically spoke to throughout that time. And he said to me, you know what? At the end of the day, we might be the greatest of friends. However, when you wake up and you look in the mirror in the morning, who is it that you see? And that coming from your closest friend at that time would be disheartening for some. Because, you know, a lot of us, we work based on reassurance. Yes, yes, yes. And for your best friend to keep it real, real with you at that time. And then, you know, if I could go back in time and just spend more time with my grandfather at that time, so that was one of the moments for me. All right. 
I remember leaving, you know, going on a work and travel program, coming back, not making the amount that I had to make. And for, that was just a pretty rough year, you know, I had to be fending for myself and stuff. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you can't really tell your parents, uh, you know, you're not making money. Right, right, right. So, you have to find ways in which the little money we you do care about to recreate that money right. and put it into something else that is going to generate generate more income. Right. And at that time, I realized, you know, a lot of the persons that actually sat there with you, they're not. Not. And for me, that was kind of humbling because, you know, you always the on top of people tell you the most and make you feel like, you know, you're man, you're the man. Right. Yeah, this, uh, that time. Um, I mean, I remember even that year, I didn't even get back around. Right. So, that kind of showed me no matter how much of a great person you are, or, or, how, much, or how much you are put into a place, you know, you're not indispensable. Right. And at that point, that is how I was feeling. I was like, you know what, this place can do it. Right. But at the end of the day, what that taught me, I went there and I saw the place. Yes. When I die, that place is not going to be on my way. Right. When I leave, it's still going to be there. Right. And I took that and I applied it to everything that I involved myself into. I came, I saw, and it is going to remain that way, or it is going to get better after me passing. Right, right, right. But it is not going to crash. Of course. Whether or not I'm a part of it. Agreed. So, there was three things, in a sense, you know, and time after time, as I've said, I've been on top and then, you know, somebody really important to me start acting funny and start acting weird, but because of the ego right. and because of all of this, you know, oh, me and the man, they can't do it up, man, really, really, really. Right. And you actually see, say, this person was actually important to you, but, you know, I emotion clouds reason. Of course. And ego does that as well. Mm. And then after all of that is cleared, you realize, you know, there's actually what you were flipping up over, what you were making the most of, and it was really nothing, and it would have t- took nothing to just say, you know what, I'm sorry. So I've been in a lot of instances like that. Even though, you know, I'm constantly evolving, so, you know, you, at- you attract what you are, you attract what you put out in the universe. So right. I'm, I'm never short where people are concerned, but... Certain things help certain you, things, you know, help you get to certain realizations. Were, you know, foundation. Right. So when I was not, you know, Bills or when I was not Sophie some boss, when I was not Sauce God, whatever alias I they would have acquired. Yeah, I would have acquired, you know. They were there before all of that. They were there in my and my down times. Right. And you know. You lose all of that because like, even then when you realize there is you could put a million people in that room and a million people would make that one person away. Sorry for the come up, you know? Yeah. So. Alright, All right, so that's a bit of deep introspection mm-hmm. a while ago. So let's let's take an outlook now mm-hmm. on what's going on currently. You know, in Jamaica we see a lot of young entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. you know, popping out of 
what seems to be everywhere right now. You understand? Thin air. You know, I asked, I asked a couple mm-hmm. operators, because I won't call them entrepreneurs, operators, that's what they are. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what's causing this? Is it escapism? Is it, is it that they're trying to find a way to defect from, you know, the, 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 the generic way of getting or reaching abundance or reaching their personal fulfillment? Like, people nowadays, I think I've devalued the name of the entrepreneur. You understand? They devalued the title. Mm-hmm. Right? I will, I, this is just one man's opinion. Please don't slaughter me for it. <laughs> but, you know, what does it mean to you to be an entrepreneur? What does it mean? Is it providing for family, yourself, and your community? Or is there more to it? Alright, because I'm a monarchita, not only an entrepreneur, I tend to fill gaps within the space. So whatever is missing, you really inject that. I put it into the space so that it is accessible. Right. Right. And being an entrepreneur means that you should be flexible. Right. And you should be able to adapt to the times. Um, I won't discredit anybody. If you feel that you're an entrepreneur, that that is your thing. I mean, yes, it's a self-proclaimed title. Yeah. It really belief, is. Belief is a hell of a thing. It's, and it's, if that's what you believe, mm-hmm. you should. Right. However, I think a lot of the problems we're having now is that people don't really understand what it takes. And in a lot of the movies and a lot of the books that I've read and a lot of movies that I've watched, perseverance is what stands out and that is not an innate function. In Taking massive action as well. Yes. A lot of us are not risk takers. Mm. So for, yeah, we have the idea and we can initiate, but we don't persevere. Right. So for me, entrepreneur is more than just getting up, starting the business, right. continuing the business. Right. For me, an entrepreneur means you're going to embody whatever you're doing. Of course. So, for example, I said this to somebody the other day. Um, if you are, if you make pencils, or you manufacture pencils, right. if I come to you, if the first day you're introducing yourself in a space and you say, oh, you know, I'm the manufacturer of HB2 pencils and blah, 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 and yada, yada, no. whole nine yards. And for instance, this is a class and I need a pencil and I come to you and I say, um, by any chance, do you have a pencil? And your answer is no. I'm going to feel pretty bad for you. Because anything that you're doing, you have to become the business. I am not an entrepreneur. I am the business. So whatever I'm doing is a direct reflection. So if I'm selling fragrances, I can't smell bad. I always have to to be speaking something about it. I even have a friend that we were talking the other day and she said to me, "Um, because what I do, I always doing some form of gimmicks on my my personal Instagram or my personal Twitter to redirect the narrative. The narrative. Mm and push people towards the business pages, right? And she said something to me 
and that changed my entire outlook. And she said, you know what? You're selling fragrances, but your pH says nothing about fragrances. It's not embodying fragrances. And since then, I've been struggling with content. Because, you know, I was like, she, that was so profound and it wasn't even that deep of a conversation. She was right. just pointing out something to me and I was like, wow. It's a realization point. So, mm-hmm. since then I've been trying to, you know, post things on my personal account. So whatever I post on the, the business account, mm-hmm. I post it back to my account. So, everything, once you go on my Instagram, you should be able to tell that, you know what, this guy is into freelancers. Right. After that. So, as I said, entrepreneur is not just a word, it's not just an action, it's not just an adjective, it's a lifestyle. Right. And it's something that you, you per se have to be willing to adapt to the times, right. you have to be willing to risk, and you have to be willing to recreate yourself every single time mm-hmm. it requires it. Right. So, entrepreneur thing deep on the music. Yeah, listen, people, this is this is A1 quality and content that we're producing here. But what makes it special are the guests that come here and share this type of content that most people will take for granted. You know, this is not something that you hear on a daily basis if you're in a certain circle. And if that is the case, I think you need to realign yourself, right? Yes, surround yourselves with winners. Exactly. If this is what you are chasing, personal development, right? Trying to chase a dream that you have been, you know, holding on to for a while, then you cannot remain in the same circles that have been, you know, holding you back. For so long, and I, I, I've been there myself. I've been there myself. We've all been, we've all been there. You understand? And we've had to, you know, not. I wouldn't say recreate ourselves, but recreate our space. Recreate our space, right? And you know, coming here, Adrian sharing this, getting deep into personal and business, right? I, I, I really appreciate that because not many people are open as it relates to their personal life, you know, that transparency tells me that, you know, you're a trustworthy person. You understand? So, in wrapping up, I just want you to give, you know, any entrepreneurs listening, any young entrepreneurs, or even, you know, ones that aspiring to be entrepreneurs, you know, listening to this podcast right now, just give them a bit of motivation and direction. I mean, we're on the journey to becoming successful entrepreneurs but everyone is entitled to their own own opinions right everyone is entitled to listen to what they want to listen to so why don't you give us why don't you give us or give them a bit of motivation right now all right first things first guys um what i would suggest surround yourself with what you want to become all right your circle is very important in anything that you're going to do. That's the first thing. Because as people would say, your grandmother will always say, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. And psychologist states that, you know, our first five friends can tell a lot about us. Mm-hmm. And real and true may be different in 
different facets of our lives, right. but there's something that keeps you guys together. There's something you all have in common. And whatever you guys have in common, let that be positive. Yeah. Believe in your brand. I will tell you this, if you don't, nobody else is going to, right? Everybody is going to question you and whatever you're trying to sell. Because selling is not the issue. You can sell anything you, your heart most desire, but the brand is what is important. Guard your brand at all costs. Build your brand at all costs. No matter what it takes, ensure that you put that extra effort into your brand. Alright, you Last heard thing. It. You heard it. Last thing. Mm -hmm. um, just go out there. Don't, don't fear. Don't listen to the naysayers. And what I will tell you, we as people project our fears onto others. So you see, if you're a friend or somebody in your circle, don't take it as bad mind. That's, that's the limited way to think. A lot of us are fearful, and which is why we remain in the 99% of the world. I don't want to be there. And I don't know about you guys, but don't allow anybody to tell you not to do it without a solution or, or a or substitute. The, or even the limits of your ambition. Yeah, don't let anybody be that to you. That, that is entirely up to you. Right. Right? So, thanks for listening, guys. Guys, this has been another excellent episode on the Million Dollar Converse podcast. Now, Adrian, can you tell us? Where's where we can find Sophie Sam, you know, the Instagram pages, how we can contact you and get some fragrances. Alright. Our store is at Angels Plaza shop number 40, St. Catherine. Alright, if you are coming from Kingston, just jump on the toll, take the left, right at the turn right at the gas, you turn into the gas station, we're in between ICWI and Knoxford. Our calling and WhatsApp number is 423-4616. Our Instagram page is so, at sophiesam underscore. And our Twitter page is sophiesamfrag. You contact us. We deliver in the Kingston, St. Catherine, and Portmore area for free. And that's how you get your confidence. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. how you get the experience that you've been yearning for customer service that we don't have here in Jamaica. Right, right. Big talk, you know. So, in wrapping up, people, again, please take this podcast, listen to it. It's a very, very, some very, very valuable pieces of information here from the Sophie Sam Boss himself, the SAS grad. Understand, you can learn some older people. Do not forget to leave a rating right like share and subscribe like share and subscribe on youtube and share with a friend share with somebody you know will be interested share with somebody who you think will need this message all right this is vayani signing out for hustle of ja see you in the next episode peace